Once you get an elytra, how often do you walk the ground in, in Minecraft, in your world? I mean, there are many other comments and opinions on different things. Uh, one of them was actually uh, mending shouldn't be a thing. It's not a Fortnite or a Modern Warfare or something like that, you know. Hello and welcome to the lab where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am Minor Thoughts, and with me is a man whose wood is made up of 50% carbon, 42% oxygen, 6% hydrogen, 1% nitrogen, and you can call it chemistry, tree, chemistry, the Troge. I wonder where you were going with that one, but you got there in the end. Well done. How are you, Minor Thoughts? I'm here. I'm present. Uh... It's this month is just flying by. Oh, has it what? I can't believe we are at the end of January already. On the plus side, eleven months till Christmas. Time of recording, we've just come off our first Interrealms uh, special event, uh, race to the end. A heap of fun. I think we had close to seven, seventeen content creators on there, both from our server and um, some special guests as well. And to say it was chaos um, doesn't do it justice. Yeah, it was absolute chaos, especially since you were the uh, the man that put the <laughs> the whole event together with surprises. I don't think anyone was ready for. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, there was help there, you know, from uh, from Terry and Naku and Doylan and Jurassic's as well. So it wasn't just me, but it, it, I was the only one that knew the surprises. And uh, all I can say is you don't give me an event server and say, we just want a vanilla event because you're not going to get that. You're going to have you're gonna have some surprises. You're going to have some shows. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Particularly for me, who got to sit back and watch all the drama and not participate as, you know, I was admining it, sitting back to watch all the, the drama unfold. And yeah, it was quite a very enjoyable experience. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, this is our end of the month episode. We've got a little bit of feedback that we're going to talk about, and then um, just a subject we're going to touch about, uh, something that's going around the uh, social media that uh, we want to maybe discuss a little bit. Yeah, um, and the first bit of feedback actually comes through from the end of last year's video, our podcast, which was uh, your feedback and thoughts, ironically. Uh, but we got Jacob there saying, Great to have a bonus episode like this. Let's hope we will get more comments on future episodes to get more like this. Loved it. Well, that's what we're intending to do. So at the end of every month, uh, we're going to have go through whatever feedback, comments, thoughts across all of the social medias, across the emails. And uh, yeah, we'll have a quick chat about that and uh, see how we go. So that we're intending to have that every month. So if you want to be uh, featured and discussed on the podcast, Make sure you get in contact us. So, yeah, we want to hear your comments, your questions, anything you want to discuss with us, anything we say, any questions we ask you guys, give us some feedback. Uh, you can reach us at interrealmssmp.com. You can reach us on X at MC underscore lab podcast uh, and Minecraft lab podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. And uh, moving on to some of that feedback now, we put um, the first episode of the year, Lights Out for Minecraft, where we spoke about uh, redstone difference and parity. And we got some comments there. We got one from Davara. It's a long comment. Um, so if you do want to read that one, head head over to YouTube uh, because she has written a thesis, <laughs> to put it bluntly. Um, but basically there she talks about that uh, there's 
one of the things that she talks about um, is that you see in multiple Redstone tutorials on YouTube, if you're on Bedrock, you don't have quasi-connectivity or it won't work because they're of the parity differences. And there's so much parity difference between particularly uh, Redstone between the two versions of the game. Uh, it can be mind-blowing at times. Yes, and speaking of parity, stay tuned for next month's Miner's Minecraft reality check. Yeah, it's going to be another spicy one. <laughs> the first one got a little bit of uh, bit of reaction, which we'll talk about momentarily. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a very interesting segment for our little podcast <laughs> moving forward. Um, the other comment we got on that video uh, was from Jurassic, and we did actually call him out in that video because, you know, uh, he was one of the main proponents in the Interarms crew for talking about uh, Copper Bulb and if it was going to be, you know, the revolution that we were all hoping. Uh, and he comments, uh, the Copper Bulb has been nerfed with the Redstone ticks, which massively sucks. As for Redstone builds, it would, would have been amazing. Uh, with that said, it is still a micro T flip-flop which will still make a massive difference for builds. I think the reason we haven't seen many new redstone builds is the community is waiting for confirmation of what the end mechanics will be. That's a fair comment. Because you yes, and, you, you make a tutorial based on a snapshot and yeah, things could change, as we have seen. Oh, definitely. And um, I, I kind of keep my ear to uh, the ground on, on things like this and um, kind of watch the social media and um, I'm also on the uh, Minecraft Mojang feedback Discord. So there is talk of, we don't know what yet, possible changes, but we'll have to wait week to week to see what's happened, what's going to happen, uh, because there are things still yet unannounced. And um, finally, back in the snapshots here toward the end of January, we'll just have to see what happens. And the flip side of the copper bulb, uh, which, again, Devara pointed out in her long comment there. And again, you go over to YouTube and um, read the comment in full because she's put a lot of thought and, and that into it, but we don't have time to read it in full. However, she said, I didn't personally pay much attention to the Copper Bowl simply due to that I'm not a redstone person. Um, to me, it's just a different-looking redstone lamp, which makes it nice to use in decorating, but that's it. And that's the other side of the equation. Some people aren't going to care about its redstone properties. It's just a lamp. It's just another decorative block. Very fair comment as well. Yeah, and uh, I, I think that's, uh, we may have discussed it, really the Redstoners that are wanting this change, uh, that are really excited about this, um, which is only a percentage of the whole community. And you're right, um, people just aren't aware or they just don't care. And that comes back to the comment that we had uh, the other day as well in, in our podcast, you know, our thoughts was there's no intuitiveness about it. So unless you are highly into the the redstone system, a general casual player is going to pick up that copper bulb and go, hey, it's a light. They're not going to think about any of the extra stuff at all So in terms of redstone. So uh, I take that that feedback on board as as well. Uh, but we also we also spoke about the dog armor, the armadillo, <laughs> in that episode. And we had a comment there on uh, Twitter from Pie Hopes, who is the host of the Beacon podcast. And uh, he said, listening to us, thank you for the listen, my friend, uh, talking about the dog armor and the intuitive nature, I hear this argument a lot. Pre-planning Minecraft, I'd have said games need to have built-in tutorial or instructions. However, Minecraft became huge despite not having anything like this. Even the core aspect of crafting didn't have the book initially. 
Did this dependency on the community sharing information help the community become what it is? Building in intuitive features moving forward, would this hurt the experience years later? That is a great question. And um, in a couple of weeks' time, we are going to probably discuss that in more depth. Yeah, definitely. I think it deserves its own episode. Yeah, 100%. It's a rabbit hole. Once you open that discussion, you start going down it, it is a definite rabbit hole. And one I'm actually looking forward to because I've got some very uh, opinionated thoughts. I know that's unusual for me to to have very strong opinions on things. I know it's unheard of, but uh, I do on this topic. Right, yeah. And the other comment we had came from your Minecraft reality check, where you set us all straight, you sat us down, you gave us a lesson, minor thoughts, on uh, the future frying table. <laughs> and um, we had a comment from Rebel JC again over on Twitter, and uh, Rebel JC is the host of Dig Straight Down podcast, and do definitely recommend giving that podcast a listen. Um, when you finish listening to us, head over there. Great podcast. Uh, but Rebel says, uh, we're going to learn at some point that Frying Table is their next spin-off game. Minecraft Frying Table. You play as a villager chef at a restaurant, trying to keep up with demanding customers. I think I've heard of that somewhere before. I can't put my finger on it, but I think I've heard of something like that. Yeah, is that... Uh played up <laughs> oh, couldn't possibly be that he couldn't be taking inspiration from played up surely insert sarcasm tag well yeah. th- they do have hermits playing it so you know must be popular yeah must be must be but that sort of wraps up the uh the comments and whatnot we've had uh so far this year and uh yeah keep them coming guys we we love hearing your thoughts your, your comments sometimes it even gives us ideas for for various podcasts uh, you know, as we had uh, very recently there with the uh, the content creation episode uh, from an email that come through. So, you know, if you want to hear us talk about something, let us know. And so, that no, go ahead. I would say, uh, and that will lead us, I suppose, into the little topic that we're going to talk about today, because it's not a comment or a topic that comes through on to our socials yet, but it's something. Uh, it's a topic that I've seen particularly over on Twitter mentioned or come up a fair amount of times in the recent months uh, and that is all to do about elytra right um i thought this would be a small little uh topic we could talk about uh what it was was on x um mojang or minecraft asked the question uh oh how do they put it what you know the meme with the guy uh with the swords all pointing at him you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what hot topic, what hot topic has you like this and or what opinion has you like, uh, you know, has people angry at you? Mm-hmm. And uh, the one that stood out to me and, and you commented on it was Scar had mentioned that that using the Elytra ruins the immersion of the game. Yeah. And then that comment got a lot of support and other people started independently making posts about it and asking questions of their communities. And it's a very interesting topic because once you get an elytra, how often do you walk the ground in, in Minecraft, in your world? Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you don't notice little subtle detailings on certain builds. You know, you miss some interactions because you're high up in the sky going from place to place. Does it actually ruin the experience of Minecraft? I thought about I thought about this and, you know, especially when Scar made the the comment um his season nine build he like he does like 
flying through it and showing it off. Uh, but he'd say it's meant to be walked through. It's a that type of build that you just want to walk through and see the sights, you know, and look at different uh, perspectives and sight lines of uh, how he's built things from the ground. And um, that's true with a lot of other builds, especially the, the epic builds. They're not really meant to be seen from the sky. It's something to be experienced. Even vanilla Minecraft, you're right. Once you know, once you get the Elytra, it's easy enough to just fly to wherever you need to. But uh, what if you had to? You didn't have the Elytra. What if we didn't have the Elytra? You'd ha either have to get a horse, get a boat, run on minecart rails. I think it would be a little bit more immersive. I think it certainly would take longer longer to do things. But... Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say. Is you know. We have got a game here in Minecraft where, by its design, it is a slower style game. It's not a it's not a Fortnite or a Modern Warfare or something like that. You know, go 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 go. It is a slower paced game, and the Elytra does help you get things done. It helps you if you're doing a very tall build and you slip, you you glide gracefully to the ground. You're not going to be uh, instantly a pancake. Uh, so I, I get, I obviously understand, it and I I'm an Elytra user. Don't get me wrong. I can also relate to that, you know, with I built that 250,000 block uh, pyramid and it was designed not to fly to it, but walk through the jungle. And, you know, the, the trek through the jungle, you, you get glimpses of it from certain perspectives until it suddenly starts growing and appears in front of you. It was designed for that. It wasn't designed to fly up to it and see it from the sky and then land because that was less impressive than seeing it the way it was designed was, you know, to walk through the jungle to see it. So... I think they that has got the element, and you know, do do they look at balancing it out to get the immersion, but still keep the ability to travel quickly via Elytra? You know, do they make it to a point where you can't put mending on them? You know, or they don't? You know, you can't repair them. You know, is that what they do? So you have to be selective in when and how you use your Elytra. Um, I don't know. It's just I get the point that it it takes away sometimes seeing Minecraft from the ground level where things will look different and more immersive. And I think there, I mean, there are many other comments and opinions on different things. Um, one of them was actually uh, mending shouldn't be a thing, or maybe uh, you've only got so much durability and then it's gone. You just have to get another one or, you know, mine more diamonds, get another elytra or or something like that. See, I think um, I think that just but, on that one, sorry, just on that really quickly, I think we just need to be careful that it, it doesn't go back too far the other way is where it becomes a tedious process to play the game. Because you imagine, you know, some people, if you're doing a 250,000 block build or, or more, right, some of these right, really big massive builds and your tools are breaking or you're doing a massive dig out for like a mini game or something, how many tools do you need how how more frustrating would the game become if you had to go and replace all your tools every half hour you know it, it, it would be adding again we said this once before with another topic but it'd be adding tedium to an already tedious process at times which is gathering your resources and and whatnot so i don't have a problem with mending as such you know it's nice to get your gear and just you've got your gear set unless you you know have an unfortunate demise um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not fully on board with the get rid of mending argument. 
And I guess the argument to that would be, and it's the same as you could probably apply to this Elytra conversation. You know, if you don't want to use mending, you want to play it the authentic way, then don't use mending. Don't use it. And the same, I guess, with the Elytra. You could say, if you want an immersive experience, okay, you might be wearing an Elytra, but grab a horse, you know, be a B-dubs, embrace the horse culture of Minecraft. Um, you've got that op- You've got that option as well. But <laughs> again, the flip side of that is, it's just so tempting to fly when you got it on your back. Like, you don't even think about it. It's just go, you know, and I can look at that. I'm currently, well, at the time of recording, it's almost coming to an end. Uh, and by the time you probably hearing this, it may have finished. I'm doing a uh, an event server for content creators at the moment called Fever Dream. And you can see those videos if you're interested on uh, my YouTube channel, um, YouTube The Troge. Uh, but I went into that series saying look i'm not going to get an elytra this series i couldn't be bothered i was just trying to do things as quick as possible you know i was not going to get an elytra i didn't want to have to go end busting for it not going to get an elytra i'm just going to get a horse or a camel as it turned out uh and a boat and that's that's how i'm going to get around i'm going to experience the fever dream from the ground level and they <laughs> the admins made a way to get elytras easy without having to spend all that time end busting and you know what i went and got one and you know what since i've had one I have it not flowing anywhere I need it to be. So, you know, even though I had that intention of, you know, I'm going to experience this from the ground level and immerse myself into it, as soon as I had the easier option, I took it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember where I, I had said it, and maybe I said it for something else, but there are a lot of things in Minecraft uh, that I... I think if they introduced, they could make it toggleable, where you could either turn it on or off. And one of those things I think would be the Elytra only works in the end. Because in the end, the only way you're going to get to the ancient cities is to fly or bridge. It, it takes a long time to bridge um, to get your first Elytra. If you're if that's what you're doing, you're going out to an ancient city. So you have to bridge out to it. Not ancient city, end city. Um, once you get an Elytra, you can fly throughout the end, get uh, do some end busting or uh, what have you. But uh, I've seen like mod packs where the uh, certain areas you can use the elytra and other areas you can't because it's the mod packs uh, be an adventure type thing. But when you get to bigger open bigger open areas, the elytra is actually enabled, and that's something I think they they could do. But again, people are so used to the old ways that they may not want to play that way. They might they. I think if they added a toggle where you could either turn that on or off, I think that would be an option. And it might be a challenge. Look, and I think that comes back to play Minecraft how you want to play it, you know, experience it how you want to experience it. For me, you know, I think human nature is once I've got an easy option, I will take said easy option because, you know, I just did the same thing on Fever Dream, you know. So I, I think while the elytras exist the way they exist, I don't think we're ever going to get people stopping it. I, I And I'll put my hand up. I'm not going to stop it either, but I am now more conscious of the fact that, you know what, I need to experience things from the ground. You know, uh, I need to see things differently and experience things differently. So going into World 4, um, hopefully soon with Interrealms, uh, with the reset there, uh, yeah, I, I'm intending not to worry about Elytra for the first little while. Um, you know, just experience the game at the ground level, at that immersive level, so... Mm-hmm. That's the intention, and that's the way I choose to play it. And the way I choose to play that doesn't impact anyone else that wants to fly here, there, and everywhere. You know, doesn't want to fly, fly every five blocks. You know, they can still do that. 
and you know i experience the game the way i want to and that's the great thing with minecraft is play minecraft how you want um how you want to experience it you know there's always you know you sometimes you get you get comments you know i use the mini map uh zero's mini map there because to me it's just something part of a, a part of minecraft that it should have it should have it's that style of game it should have a mini map feature and you know sometimes you get the comment from someone new in your in your live stream chats oh you're using cheaty map and it's like well yeah okay it's not a vanilla thing and, and not everyone has it but you know what I enjoy using it. It makes my quality of life better while playing the game. I enjoy it more. You know, I I choose to have it so that I cannot see player locations on my minimap. I think that takes it too far personally. Um, so I have that off. And But for me, it just helps me enjoy the game more. So I play it my way. Some people say, you know, you shouldn't use Lightmatic for builds, build organically. Well, that's fine as well if you want to play it that way. But I like using Lightmatic because you know I can build in creative, and then I can bring that experience over to the the, the server world or the, the survival world, and there, so it's done. I've I've already designed it. I've collected the resources, or or Sims collected the resources for me. Either way, <laughs> but uh, you know I'm playing the game how I want to play it, and I think it's the same with you know the the mending argument or the elytra argument. Play it how you want, experience it how you want. But you know in terms of elytra, if you've got a creator there like Scar who says, you know, experience Scarland from the ground, then when you get the world download, experience it from the ground. Because if the creator is saying to you, if the builder is saying to you, hey, this is better from the ground, well, respect that and at least give it a go, you know. Um, and I've I've got that world download and I've walked Scarland and it is just an experience. Yeah, honestly, it, it is... No, definitely. Particularly, you know, you know now that uh, obviously uh, Jelly has passed away. And Scar, if you ever listen to this, please accept our um, our condolences. And obviously, it'll be a very painful time for you. Totally get that. So, um, but in, in time, all thing, all pain heals. And you know, just take consolation in the knowledge that she had a very, very, uh, very good life. And you know, and has the ability to live on forever in Minecraft with uh, the Jelly Cat there. So, um, but with that said, you know, it is an experience walking through Scarland, um, and with those sort of builds, it is. Play Minecraft your way, but you know when you get to experience and immerse yourself into a particular build or a particular situation, then uh, then do it that way as well. And there's there's situations where uh, you know an Elytra or even the, even the mods we use to to show off a build, especially for content creation. You know, using replay mod or uh, what everybody calls cheaty camera uh, free cam. You want to show off a build, but to really experience it, you should do it from on foot, on a horse, boat, uh, especially these these grand, epic builds. It's the best way. That's half an hour. I think we yeah. <laughs> we can say on that subject. Yeah, I think we're done with that. Uh, so I'll segue into... So let us know what you think. Uh, is Elytra, uh, should they do away with it? Should they make it restricted? Uh, leave it the way it is. Um, we're asking you the questions. You give us the answer down here in the YouTube comments. If you're listening to this on YouTube, if we ask the question in, in social media, like on X or Facebook, whatever, let us know what your thoughts are on the Elytra. You can reach us on interrealmssmp.com, uh, up at the top, click on connect and, uh, you can reach us through the email, minecraftlabpodcast at gmail.com, and just let us know your thoughts. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I don't know where to go with that. No, I didn't sign out. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't know where to go. I did tell you my brain was mush coming into this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Definitely let us know. Leave the comments below, as mine has just said. Reach out to us because yeah, uh, every month, end of every month, we're going to go through the comments that we receive and and talk about it as we did at the start of this episode. Uh, but with that minor thoughts, uh, I think you need to go and prepare for your next uh, Miner's Minecraft reality check because uh, that one's coming out next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another spicy one. Aren't they all going to be? Yeah. Oh, speaking of spicy. No, no, no. On the way. Oh, no. On the way. <laughs> <laughs> the season 20, 23 sauces are on the way. So you, you, you guys, if you're listening to this, the end of this, Prepare yourselves for pain, or we should prepare ourselves. I, I'm going to take some time off of work for the week after we do it. If you don't know what we're talking about, the Hot Ones Challenge. Uh, Miner and I are going to do it probably live over on Twitch in a live recording for Minecraft Lab. Um, I don't know whether it'll make a podcast episode or not. We don't know how it's going to turn out. All I know is I'm going to be leaking from every orifice. <laughs> yes. But, uh, with that, though... Um, also let us know too what you're thinking about our new weekly release schedule we're putting something out every week and that's what we intend to do this year uh, a weekly episode so let us know is it is it too much Minecraft lab is it too much of the lab is it not enough is it just the right amount let us know and uh, we'll take that feedback into consideration as well it's about that time you know what time it is it's- I've got I, I've got something uh, I'm cooking up that involves TNT and uh you, of course, got wood to uh, go investigate. We still haven't got any new wood announced for the next update. I'm getting worried. Uh, it'll. I'm sure there'll be some. I need fresh wood, Miner. I need fresh wood. All right, with that, I'll see you all uh, next week. Bye-bye. Bottle it up, seal it up. Um, I got to label each one. It's the season 23, uh, the new lineup. No, oh, that just sounds absolutely yeah. delightful, Minor. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> well, when, when, when it actually arrives, I'll have to schedule some time off because <laughs> I think I'm going to need it. Oh, same, same.